I can't hear myself that well. Can you turn me up? Turn me up. I'm sick, so I need more. Turn. Well, the thing is, is that you can't. I'm literally speaking right of the mic. You're on the same level that you said the exact time when you said, "Can we always keep it at this same level?" Well, I because look, look when you say, I'm "Well, sick. You're that's go- what I'm saying." But I can't turn it. You're going to clip. I can't. T- if your ears are clogged, you're just going to clip, and no one's going to hear you, and then it fucks up the sound and makes more editing. Don't for me. use logic with me. I don't respond to it well. That's a saying of the year. Once upon a time, there was this little prince, and he had these two awful aunts who raised him. Mm. And their names were Gonorrhea and Chlamydia. And he had VD, too. That is disgusting. That's the story. (laughs) Oh! You know what? I'm sorry we're recording. I am sorry we are recording. That was disgusting. I cannot be responsible. You know what? You know, I'm doing the story again next week. Because apparently... Yours was worse, though. No, you know what? At yours least mine was, was family chil- friendly. I talked taking, about Muppets. Yours was taking a children's character and making you, it sexual. You just did Wow. You didn't even give us a moment to settle in. You just went straight to <laughs> gonorrhea in the first ten seconds. I think gonorrhea and chlamydia are both appropriate names for women. Or men. One or the other. Wow. That's... Wow, I'm just Lydia rhymes with Lydia. Let's okay. Let's just read the fucking YouTube comments. That was disgusting. Are you gonna do it on that, or yeah, should we use I my d- computer? Well, do, let's see on this. Hello, everybody. Know, Welcome to TV Time. By the way, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can hear. Um, I have a little. I'm a little under the weather. Um, <laughs> so I'm. You know, I was sick a, last week. And nobody, being, nobody knew about it. Nor needed to hear. I'm being, <laughs> Didn't being, make it I'm a being thing. A trooper. And I'm, I didn't even comment on being a trooper. I'm doing what I, just I can. Drank my tea. I'm doing what I can um, because I have an obligation to both this queen and you all. And even though I'm not really up to what I should be, I know I have to make that. <laughs> Get the fucking violins. Anyway, hit it! All right, everybody. I can't hear myself, so if it's loud, it's not my fault. Okay, it's time for tea for two. That looks like two. That's That's us. That's (laughs) us. It's time for tea for two. Two Tea for you. 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 Okay, we're reading. You know what? (sighs) Looked at our video from last week, and you know how many comments we had? One. Fuck off. Fuck off. You failed us, bitches. You know what? If you don't, if you want this segment to die, and we just don't interact with our fans, you're all, channeling me all right now. You, <laughs> then we don't. It. We don't have to continue to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? Now you're scared. I wouldn't have to spend my Sunday nights like this. <laughs> you know what? You know, do what you want. <laughs> no, you know what? We're going to do, keep doing it just for that. <laughs> all right, but we are going to since we fucked up last week and didn't read all the comments. And on you're our not goddamn even paying phone. for it. No one pays for a podcast. I don't know how many times I can tell you. Ow. That was that was that was cold on my bare leg. Wow, you always spill your vodka on the equipment. That's probably why you can't hear. <laughs> All right. Continue. All right, so our first comment is You can hear from, it in my voice. Can you hear it? It's a little raspy. You know, it's not comment about you. if you can hear it. It's not about you anymore. It's about T for two. It's about our listeners and our viewers. If I blow my nose, no one should fault me. I will not do it into the mic. I will follow you. It's gross. Can you at least... T for two, T for you. Can you turn off the mic? 
I'm no. glad you completely. I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you completely destroyed the momentum of the show. Completely. Do it. <sighs> okay. This Read it, you whore. This comment is from Mark Affa, and he says, "Affa." Mm-hmm. He says, "What a dump! What a dump!" Was from Beyond the Forest. I think the character's name was Rasa Malone. No one cares, but that's sweet. And then he said, "It's a fun movie." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark Affa. Thank you. And since that's the only one we had, we're going to go back to the previous episode, which we di- which we didn't read shit. Okay, let's look at that one. Who was it that commented? Going through the iPad. We are, oh, we're 10 comments that week. 10. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Boy, we're okay. very small. This co- <laughs> comment is from Joseph Valenta. Oh, I'll let Poodle read it. Valenti. Like Talenti ice cream. Fat girl. Um, to Fat girl. To Joseph says, I want to see a proper southern tea with cheese biscuits, finger sandwiches, and good southern desserts. The South tastes wonderful. Show it. You know what? You know, you've blown a lot of Southern you guys. You read it us. does taste. You read us, and I wish we could say that we could do that, but... Um, Maybe if we have more YouTube comments, we will. Oh, that was cold. Oh. oh. That was cold. Oh. You know what? I appreciate but finger sandwiches and biscuits are a part of a Southern tea. Do you know what, it. though? Do you know what it's We're like? We're not that Southern, Do you know though. what it's... <laughs> do you know what it's like planning a menu for... When we go to the fucking Hollywood Bowl... <laughs> It's like, like I once mentioned that we just buy am, something at Gelson's, I am, I am, I am and after reading the... me and telling me that that was a Jewish store, and why would he buy Southern <laughs> food there? It that is, was picnic. It is a Jewish store. He immediately planned a menu for like five. Fuck, literally, it's like Mary Poppins bag I, out of his picnic bag. You don't know menu. when to stop. I, I, I have to plan a menu, so it's uh, that's a sweet idea, Joseph. But I would need a whole day to prepare. And I would kill myself. And I don't have it. Uh, from listening to – I would be getting text all day So I'm out of creme fraiche and I can't make the artichoke dip. Will you please run to the grocery store and get this and this for me? You don't put creme fraiche in an artichoke dip, but that's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Sour cream. Fine. Nope, not even that. You know what? Let's move on to our next segment. <laughs> What's your goddamn tea? Because you're uninformed. Oh, I have to reach all the way over here. Oh, Lord. Lord the martyr. All right, everybody. This was a great episode. I I hope I don't clip. I thought you said, I hope I don't clit. (laughs) (laughs) My leg's up here like I'm riding a horse. I thought it's getting smaller every day and just suck it in there. (laughs) (laughs) That shawl was the next step. (laughs) So it was disgusting. We were both, I'm going to admit it, we were both a little tired and... We got together to watch the show and thought, how the fuck we're going to do this? And then I looked at Poodle in the first 10 minutes, and I said, this show, I gives, was this show gives me life. It's reviving. Revival. Revival. Give me a revival. Baby. Baby. Jesus. 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 I took everything I had. I'm gone now. You know what? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I think I just saw your neighbor slam the door and walk out from <laughs> under the window. Or just this. Uh, um. All right. <laughs> It'd be funny if they I'm had like so a sorry a if they pre- if they had like a preloaded cannon. This would be a fun <laughs> pun. And every time we got so gay, it just Go-goom. exploded like glitter, like boom. And they're just sitting in the living room going, "God damn it!" I'd love that. I would love that. Um, okay. 
Tea bags. You go first. What are your what? What's a good tea bag? You know, I'm gonna jump to the meat of this show. My first tea bag. I'm playing defense tonight because I'm tired, everybody. <laughs> you know what? Does Celine Dion say that before a Vegas show? That's all. Celine's I have got to a say. lot of money. She does. <laughs> you know that would make you anybody wake the fuck up. It's called Celine's, you can buy up. I'd, I'd wake the fuck up for that kind of money. You could do some Adderall right now and take a bump of coke, and you'd be. You'd be on fire. I'd be on the fucking moon. You'd be like Marie Osmond in Vegas dancing with all those queens <laughs> in sequins. We need to go see Donnie I Marie. See Marie Osmond. I want to see I that. I bet too. she's in Branson. I loved Branson. You went to Branson for my senior trip. Just me. I did. My favorite part is we went to go see Dino, who played the piano, and there was a purple haired woman in front of me that talked about her collection of eggs. It's true. Who collects eggs? That's country. Because he was playing on Liberace's piano, and she said, Walter, I wish I could take a piece of that home and put it in my egg. I don't know if that's. Funny or sad? You know what? Um, we should go to Branson because we could probably play there. We'd have to play as women, though, not as actually men. And people say, "I love those girls." I love those girls. What are their name? Hooten Holler. That's the name of their show. <laughs> Hooten Holler. You may have just come up with our next venture. Hooten. I'm Hoot, and I'm Holler, and we're here to entertain you. <laughs> they wouldn't even know what we said. <laughs> And we would sing so high they'd think we were women. It's true. What's your right. first tea bag? My first tea bag is the scene with Bet and Betty and Joan in the restaurant. Yes, yes. And the reason I I don't know if this would happen in real life. I have to say that, but most of the show barely happened in but real life. It's true. But this is um this this is a very expositional scene. What I loved about the what just I mean literally made me moist. In my nether regions, is that we got a lot of backstory about these women. Don't throw up; it's fine. Sorry, you need. To, there needs to be a red light that comes on when you say <laughs> things like that. Yeah, I should be able to leave. Like gonorrhea and chlamydia. That is first fine. Those are beautiful show. names. Rhymes <laughs> with Lydia. Some girl named Lydia is pissed off at you right now. You know what? So what? <laughs> so what? It I'm is- talk like this. So I love, but I love that scene because again, I loved at the end how they're they're kind of doing their you know they're bickering and they're but they're talking a lot about their lives and I know you you were wanting to talk about that but really I what I is again I felt like this really showed in this third episode when Betty Davis says you know I related to Betty because I've I've had to be in that that space as well where sometimes you're doing a show with someone and you say you know what I'm putting the show first and not my <laughs> ego. <laughs> I've done that. And I you know do that what? every week, everybody. I've had to be in the same boat as Betty Davis, too, as carrying someone in the show. I won't say who that was. I'm going to drink my tea. Mm-hmm. My back's gotten tired, too, because some people have felt like that they've had weight strapped to themselves as well. No, that really that was because some Latino man named Jesus was on it. Anyway, okay. I wanna, I wanna what's your next about, tea bag? I want to talk about the same scene when they're in the bar. She's like, Crawford, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you a drinks. She calls her Crawford for the first and time. And not Lucille. Not Lucille. And uh and that was all basically to get B D, Betty Davis's daughter, the part in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm burping. I just ate dinner. <sighs> he just ate dinner before, and I said, if you're burping and shaking it off during the show, and he is. Little Parkinson's never hurt anybody. 
Except Michael J. Fox. <laughs> or my mom's second husband, who's dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Michael J. Fox, he was good at the Oscars. I was shocked. I was proud for him. Someone told me that it, that it wasn't Parkinson's, that it was drugs that did that to him. Oh, he had Parkinson's. I thought, I thought that was awful. Okay, no, good. he had brain surgery. They were able to like help it. Just ignore all that. Wow. I, 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 you can blame the cold medicine. Um, Every week. <laughs> this so, is TVT Time, sponsored by Sudafed <laughs> and Robitussin, apparently, because we're fucking high as shit. What's your tea bag? Talk about these ladies. And Parkinson's medications. Um, so... The scene where and they start, they both start. Uh, Joan Crawford talked about the time she lost her virginity. She said, "I was." T-, she's like, "You were 12? She's like, "I was 11. eleven, and it was to her stepfather." And it was so, so that was definitely definitely rape. And it was gross when she said, "We called him daddy, but he wasn't. Gross. He wasn't related. So it wasn't incest. So it wasn't related. It was it was he wasn't related by blood. Gross. And the contrast of Betty Davis being 27 when she lost her virginity on her wedding night, which is true. I've seen, or at least Betty, Betty Davis has spoken frequently about and her virginity. And that's just it. Just tells you how those two women view sex. And Joan Crawford always something that she could use and get somewhere, and Betty Davis as you know something that's either either. Necessary that she wasn't really sure she wanted to do. I think that's very interesting. Well, you know, this isn't a teabag, but I think it. Here go- we go. No, I think it goes with what you're saying of the scene. How quickly? I- I'll be interested to see if it comes back up. But how she dissolves that uh, the sexual situation she had with Robert Aldrich, the director, and she's like, yes. "That happened. Let's forget about it and Let's move on." Let's forget about it because she wanted. She just wanted a friend. Where Joan Crawford needs would, sex all the time and uses that for power. Anyway, it was a good scene. It was a good scene. It was a good scene. All right. What's your next one? My next t- – totally different. Well, that was serious. My, my ne- next My tea next bag. tea bag is when – My next tea bag. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> okay, this is worse than when you had coffee, okay? <laughs> I'm sick. You're going to have to apologize to people next week again. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just Roll trying to it. do a quality show. Roll it. We've been rolling it for 15 minutes. <sighs> All right. My next teabag is when it's the mama said there be dead like yes, this. Yes, the montage. The fantastic like montage. My mama said. I liked that a lot because, A, this show has like. It has humor in like one-liners and things like that, like shady gay drag queen humor, but this was actual. It, rem- it reminded me of like just a 1980s montage movie. Yeah. And Betty, da- or Susan Sarandon rather. Her face. Her face, whenever she was watching her daughter try to act. was uh, And that's such a great moment that, can you imagine Christ, this is terrible. The greatest actress of our time. And realizing your and, daughter. And realizing your daughter's not as good as you. Because oh. comedy, the ultimate comedy. Meryl Streep, I hope you're not watching this episode. <laughs> People just tell her things that happen. She doesn't watch any watch. television. <laughs> Wow, wow. But her daughter, but Meryl Streep's daughters can act, can't she? They're okay. The the Gummer girl, Mamie Gummer. Ugh. Wow. Excuse me. Wow. That was disgusting. You're burping. That in was the just- <laughs> What do you do like when you eat on a date and then you go home and give a blowjob to a guy? Are you literally just down there going, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry about that, Frederico. That was- <laughs> sorry about that. 
Mohammed. <laughs> Sorry I, I, about that. I, I say, perdón. <laughs> wow. Perdón. <laughs> wow. You were. Wow. You are. That was, that was something. So anyway, um, <sighs> what were we talking about? Besides blowing per- guys and burping. I hate you so much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sick. Oh, I, God. I just I want you not... to die in a doorknob. <laughs> a do- what? I don't know what that means, but I'm upset. <laughs> My Aunt Karen said it once. Um. <laughs> um. My next feedback, because yes. this is such a good segue, was, of course, my version of Hedda Hopper's hats. The purple one that was the first one she wore looked like, looked like a work of fucking art in the Guggenheim. There were like three levels going it was on. It like Saturn's rings. Yes, it was amazing. It was um, great. We need to find her hat designer. I think it's probably a prop person at FX. Call us. Prop person at FX. We I'm want sure you on the show. I'm sure it's a fastidious queen. It um, is. The other was that lovely, like, double bouquet flower number that looked like two balls. Some big giant with flowers for balls just like sat a, on her head. Yes, it looked like an anti mini mouse. Yes, I was. It was just like boom, boom. It was. I, I was impressed. But I. If she well, keeps wearing those hats, I'm going to keep talking about them. It's not the first time you've had two balls on your head. Won't be the last. Speaking of my next tea bag, yeah. here we are. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, all right. Going to the montage scene, I love – you know, I really thought you were the most passive-aggressive queen in the world. <laughs> but watch, I don't know how to respond to that. Watching Thank you. Joan Crawford – Put on those ten pound weights and making Betty Davis. Oh, that was uh, genius! If anybody, th- I bet that really happened. Our podcast audience, I'm actually my eyes are rolling no, back don't in my do head that face right now. again. That face makes me vomit. <laughs> but this is my question for it's you: It's just so good. Would you ever make yourself way more to get at me or someone else? Which we would think you were fatter. That's like Sophie's choice. (laughs) Because I would want you to suffer as much as possible. But I would never want to be fatter. And so it's really a... God, that's like a... That's the theme from Love Story and has no oh, relation it's the to that at all. Choice. There, I don't know it, but... That's Dallas. That's Dallas. I, wanna, know, I don't know it. I want to hit you so bad with this microphone, but I realize oh, it would hurt. Oh. That's not it, that it? When they were, When That's, the train was riding off, it didn't play that thing. Um, That's terms of a note. Are you sure the train was riding off? The train was riding off. You know, it's ice castles. No, that's through uh, now. Da, 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 everything I want. Is that to a be. good movie? I don't know. It's about straight love. They're both You'll, ice skaters. Now you lost me. I know. All right. You know what, Clint Hurley, live producer. <laughs> if you know what the theme of that is, boom, boom, you write us and tell us. Maybe somebody will comment about that. I'm just glad you didn't do Schindler's List. <laughs> Never seen it. I don't like lists. They're exclusive. <laughs> People feel left out if they're not on a list. 
I was that kid. Even I didn't saved. get picked by Coach Folks on a football or on a soccer team, the kickball team. Coach Folks, we called him Tweety. I don't know why we called him that, but I didn't get picked on kickball. And ever since then, I don't like a list. People that don't get picked don't like it. <laughs> What is Sophie's choice about? Or what is Schindler's She list? has to decide if she wants really to abortion. Is it for the Holocaust? The people who are saved. <sighs> You're an idiot. That's a terrible thing. That really happened? Yeah. I, I can't. Your level of being uninformed. I was busy that year. I was in high school. A lot was happening. Yeah, I'm sure it was important. Just as important as the people being saved. I had Holocaust. to pick out my class ring. And the Jews had rings made of their fillings, so either really? way. Wow. Read a fucking that's, book occasionally. That's, God, that's, you know nothing. That's, this show went dark. <laughs> you Well, you were an idiot. Well, you know, you started it off. Cold messing. Um, All right, what's go your on. tea bag? <laughs> Can we please come on? I just said rings made of Jews' fillings. You did. So. I didn't know that was a thing, and now I feel terrible. Um, uh. I feel terrible you didn't know it was a thing. Um, I want to talk about children. (laughs) (laughs) Children. the things you say. Children. Children It's like like Falcor in NeverEnding Stories. Like, I love children. It was always creepy, right? That's what Joan Crawford's second daddy said. That went dark, too. (laughs) Children will learn. Um, So... Both these women have adopted children. Bay Davis has the challenge daughter who is in yes. Maine. There was a big theme with family in this yeah. show. And uh, John Crawford with her two twin daughters and Christina and Christopher, yes. which we, if anyone who's seen Mommy Dearest has been able to know how she treated those. There's a lot of Mommy Difference. Mommy Dearest. Mommy, mommy Dearest. Mommy Dearest. <laughs> Mommy dearest references like talking about the nuns she learned cleanliness. Yeah, and it's anyway, great. She's it's Joan Crawford. The way they think about children is very different, and raising them, and you can tell Betty Davis wants to tell her she she wants to be she does not want to be honest with her daughter. She's trying to find a way. She's trying to protect her, but she's trying to say she's like I'm not really that awful. She's like no, you were great. She's like you know, and her parties and even in that big, she can't even be. She can't tell her daughter a lie. I love that. Whereas my mother lied to me. Oh well. Wow. What she lied. You know to you what? About? Sometimes your parents have to lie to you. Sometimes you know what? Sometimes telling the truth doesn't always set you free. If it's going to hurt somebody, Especially when you're young. It's gonna if it's going to hurt somebody and not enhance their life in any way. I don't know if it's the best thing, and that's my therapist opinion. What does your mother lie? Trademark. To you about? Um, things like um. Like little things like, you know, I uh, I put you, you know, you were, you know, you, I, she said, you were so good in soccer. She told me that all the way through. And like about a year ago, she said, you know, neither of you boys were any good at athletics. <laughs> and we went, okay. She's like, well, your brother kind of was. But even he, she's like, I was a star at basketball, though. <laughs> and I was always shocked that no one ever got that. And my brother and I were kind of like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, supposedly and there was there was a game when my mother 
actually, someone knocked her down and she stuck her teeth. No, she stuck her teeth into someone's leg. No, that's like a more that's a more terrifying story than anything else. No, that's some country. Shit anyway, too. oh that's South Carolina. Bag. Okay, whose tea bag is it next? Yours. All right, I talked about her putting on the thing. What? It, um. Oh, I. Just blew your nose again. You're disgusting. <laughs> can we talk about the Jonah Mamacita scene? Can, can we? I don't know. Can we? Can we? Can we? You're like a fucking NyQuil commercial over there. <sighs> anyway. This show, this episode <sighs> to me really pointed out, honestly, the strength of Betty Davis and the just emotional. Get it out. Get it out, Muriel. Um inadequacy if I I crank you does it come out faster (laughs) you know that's what he said (laughs) and it does Um, but just that I didn't need to know but just the you know they say that when people are abused they get stuck at that age yes I agree and it's like you know is Joan Crawford emotionally stunted at 11 it kind of makes sense for a lot of like who who, how she operates in the world and um, but when she literally She's terrified. She cannot be alone. Yeah, she was used to coming home with a bunch of children in the house. And Mama Sita did not see, children. She did not seem happy about Joan watching TV with her. No, but I mean, really, she Jackie, had no friends. Jackie Halpin's face never looks happy. So, but whereas Betty Davis, you know, Betty Davis, like you want, you want to like sit down in her living room and have a drink with her and like yeah. talk with her. And Joan Crawford, I, I she's always worrying about how she appears. Um, looking for her next thing to do. Yeah, it's like she's... Um, yeah. I want to piggyback on that with my next one. Okay. And talk about their houses. Um, this set direction is beautiful. Our direction uh, oh, is Oh, I agree. Uh, Joan Crawford's house, obviously a mansion. And, All white. Uh, and she's... We have reason to believe she's not doing well financially. Um, and But she has that huge house. And Betty Davis's house... Looks very, very modest by comparison. Yeah, I wonder where she because I know John Crawford. I think lived in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I wonder. Betty Davis seems like she would live in like Hancock Park or something. Sorry, we're like the Californians. We're talking about the Hancock Park. But her, you know, a far her home is like her home looks like a, with like, like overstuffed sofas and it shit. looks like my Uncle Handy's house. No, I don't. That's all I was gonna say. He, he was the rich one. He's the rich one. He built the mansion. Uncle Handy. Uncle, Uncle Handjob. You know what? I was about to say I want an Uncle Handy, but that sounds gross. It does. It does. So we're gonna move on. So moving on. What's Next tea bag. Okay. That speech. I don't even know what number we're on now. By the way, you're on nine. I I have ten. Okay, great. That speech. When Betty Davis is talking to Hedda Hopper and she comes over to her house and she yes. basically fucking reads her. And she, she reads t- her for filth. And she, yeah, she talks to her like, I call it the hashtag truth teller speech because that's what Betty Davis said. When she basically she said. She did not be- say truth teller, but that's fine. No, she did. I think she said you Don't so-called put- truth tellers. Kind of. I might have remembered it differently. <laughs> alternative it, facts Alternative facts But no I love that she basically says It's because of women like you That are pitting us together as women mm-hmm. 
you're not act- and she even says like we're the ones actually kind of fighting the fight and living it right. and you're just talking about it. you're not even really doing it and Hedda Hopper is just like the other guys in their lives like yeah. hitting them against each other yeah just swinging Jack her- Warner yeah because then swinging right her dick swinging, swinging her dick. dick and then right boom 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 okay we got it when you just said we got didn't it? need the visual okay. nor the sound effect wow boom 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 What's your last tea bag? Just end <laughs> this for me. End it. Oh, I want to talk about the rehearsal scenes. What? The rehearsal scenes. We talked about that. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I Let's thought we were going to talk about when Betty Davis picks up that queen in jail. You had that. Oh. <laughs> we had a little. Oh, we had a little bit of oh, gay I drama. Oh, I love that queen. I love that queen. And that's all true. I looked that shit up. Can you imagine what it would be like having Betty Davis pick you up from jail? I'd, I'd solicit a cop for it. <sighs> Probably not, it. though. And I, I love it. I want a criminal I record. love how – and Betty Davis supposedly was this way. I love that Betty Davis – she paid The queens picture. love me. She didn't give a shit about what people thought, and she supported queer people. Love it. Good well, for you, Betty Davis. Honestly. Obviously. Obviously. Um, I want to get her the quotes. All right. What's the section called again? I never forget. Strong T quote and quotables. <laughs> it's not called quote and quotables. <laughs> I God like it. Damn. It is from now on. So I kind of like it too. Quote strong and quotables. Tea, strong T. Quoting you some strong T. Quote, quote and quotables. quotables. No, that, that accent was wrong. Quote and quotables. We're going to work on the song next strong week. Strong T. Strong T. Yeah. Giving you the strong T with quote and quotables. Done. I'll wow. get rights for that. <laughs> All right. Um, Hashtag oh, my, my leg copyright. Your leg. Oh God. All right. Um, go ahead. Your quote. All you right. First. I got a lot of quotes this week. Um, you messed a lot. You messed a lot. Uh, so the first is from Judy Davis's head of Hopper, who says <laughs> was talking about uh, 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 kids, and she mm-hmm. said, "You know what? I could have gone and bought myself a passel of brats too, but the town's full of them. Love it. Still is." Still is. Hedda. We trade back and forth. Still is. Oh, my turn. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? This is, oh, the Betty Davis line where she's talking about when she, when they're talking about potentially casting BD. And yes. he's like, and he, um, she's like, Betty Davis says, what about Joan? Uh, what about her daughter? She's adopted. She could be talented. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. What's your next the one? The next one is. Uh, when Betty Davis has – there's been a rumor about uh, her not submitting for a lead actress in for the Oscars and that Hedda Hopper has published. And she comes in on the set and rushes in and her Betty Davis walk, and she's like – and she's like, where's your wheelchair? And she's like, on set. And she's like, because you're going to need it. That was good. I like the way that that scene ended too. It reminded me of you just at the end where Joan Crawford just calls her a bitch. (laughs) And slams the door. That's that's very – I've done that before. Hashtag Jake Anthony. Mm -hmm. Um, Done it before. uh, Okay. Another Joan Crawford quote that I loved is – which maybe a lot of people didn't – but it's when she's – who is – what's happening in the scene where someone says something crass or rude to her, and she just pauses. Betty Davis says blah, blah, blah. Oh, Betty Davis. And she says, Betty, Betty, Betty. There's no need to be small. There's no need to be small. I'm going to use that. There's no need to – you know, at the beginning of this fucking show talking about gonorrhea, there's no need to be small. You know what? I own it. 
Small is where it's at sometimes. Small <sighs> equals thin. Unless it's a penis. No. Small is never Small is never I'm in. sorry. Whatever your girlfriend is ter- telling you, she's, she's upset. She's a bitch. She's, she's a disappointment. She's not a bitch. She's disappointed. She's disappointed. And she's giving you the best performance of her life as she's telling you Get a penis you pump. I'm, but, you know, how many straight men that actually have sex with a woman are watching this show? <laughs> not by the end of it. You know what? If you if you are, let us know because I'd love to pick your brain. I'd love to pick. I want to hear what you have to say about what us. The straight people say, Patrick, you don't count. You have to watch this. Yeah, you, you have to gra- watch this. And you you're like graphics. you're like at least a third gay. Just by your wife, who's gay. I know who is gay. She is gay. We love her. She gay. Megan? She gay. <laughs> she gay. She gay. Girl. All right. Next quote. I was I I was doing that, and then you'd made it bad. Um. Uh. I loved when Mama Sita said, "Women outlive men. Children leave. Best you get used to it." To Joan Crawford. That sounds like something your mom or your grandmother Larue would say. My grandmother Larue would have said that. Did she say things like that to your mother? Yeah, pronouncements that were just mean. Did she say something like promises or like handbags? No, that was my – handbags. They get traded My in. grandfather told my mother, who was a terrible person, um, uh, they fleed him because he was abusive. But thanks for bringing this up. <laughs> wow. Um, this show is dark today. Hey, she brought it up. And he said – he once told her promises are made – promises are like pie crust. They're made to be broken. I he want, brought it up, everybody. I want, I want pie now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Two things happened. Promises Someone are like pie crust. They're delicious. Had my, somebody, uh, somebody listened to that like me and went, I want pie. And then somebody just had to pull off on the road and, and sob and because sob their father their, is terrible. Yeah. And I'm sorry for you. You know what, though? You know what? Leave a comment. She got back at him. She refused to go to his bedside when he was dying. That's, wow. That's sticking to your principles, right? Wow. Uh-huh. My father did the same thing to his dad. You know what? Sometimes you know what? we just got to stick to our principles. Got to stick to our principles. Whether we like it or not. Okay. What the fuck is happening? It just got real dark. Wow. You brought it up. Okay. Can we – what's your I'm next I'm keeping one? on going. I got a lot of them. Um, I'm done, except for the only one I have. Betty Davis yell went, at me when, if I said it. When Joan Crawford put in her falsies. Oh, um, oh, oh, She oh, said, yeah. um, I'm not falling on those. I don't do stunts. That was Thank great. you for saying it at the same time. I you did. know, I heard that. That's an actual quote. Betty Davis actually said that. Good. She did. Um, I have one more to say that was from Jack Warner, which I really love. Out okay. of nowhere. And he's like, you know, fix this. I'm going to New York to see my fair fucking lady. That was great. Because that, that's so, like, of the time. And I then love I loved the last quote. <sighs> that just proves that Brian Murphy really kind of made this episode for us, I think. Where Betty Davis is talking to Charles Lawton, who was a bisexual. Uh, Victor Borno. What? Victor Borno, not Charles Lawton. Victor Borno. The actor's name is Charles Lawton. No. I looked it up. The actor's name in the show is Victor Borno. Oh. Yeah, Charles Lawton was who he was mistaken for. Oh. I You're that. welcome, audience. I miss that. Well, anyway, he's a big man. God. Anyway, and I love it where Betty Davis is on the couch and she said, all the queens love me. Mm-hmm. And then he just giggles and he says, do it again. Do it again. And then it, she pauses and, and then she here, says. Well, let me say it. What a dump. You sound Asian when you say it. What a dump. That was better. You did say dump. What a dump. You sounded like. 
Now I'm just doing Asian racist shit. <laughs> yeah, boy. You know what? The last quote I want to talk about. You don't need to leave any comments no. on this show, everybody. It's fine. Last, just skip it this week. <laughs> the last quote that I want to talk about is when Betty Davis, it's a great quote. In, it's a great quote in a movie. It's a great quote in the movie. I'm deaf all of a sudden. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry for those who are hearing impaired. Oh, God. Um, I had a I had a hookup one time with a deaf guy. And There's a guy on America's Got Dance who was deaf. I but he the, or but da- I had a hookup with a guy, and he said, um, "I walked in, and I did not know that mm-hmm. he was deaf." I've told you the story, right? Maybe, Maybe. I don't know. Um, this, this was is in the Texas. story you should have started with. And I walk in, and he says, "He's like." Hey, how are you? Come on in. And I was like, I think maybe he's foreign or some type. We we didn't talk about that. He's got an accent of some type. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I was like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, can you turn toward me? Um, I only weed lips. And I went, oh, oh, okay. So you're you deaf? Did, so did you not blow No, him? I did not know. Did he you was not deaf. give him a blowjob? Um, we, we moved past that and <laughs> went up into bed and I will never forget and I, I was kind of still a little weirded out by the situation and um, uh, I was like I didn't want to have sex with him so we kind of messed around and I was like you so didn't want to have sex because he was deaf? No other reasons it was oh, it was just too awkward it was dick. just no it wasn't even that it was just too awkward it was weird and I didn't I wasn't sure and then at the end of it he was he was good looking actually at the end of it he's like next time we fuck <laughs> Next time we fuck. <laughs> and I was this show. <laughs> I am so sorry. I am. We've offended so many people. Like, <laughs> I can't even edit it. If we just edit it, we'd just be saying, thanks for watching the show. That was my quote was, <laughs> you know what? No, we don't need any more. Right, quotes. You know what? That's the end of the fucking show before you say something horrible. My quote was Barry Davis saying, All this time we could have been friends. As Jane. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway. that's our show. Wow. Next time we fuck. Wow. Mm -hmm. My mother watches this. You've said a lot worse. It's true. I have. All right, everybody. You know the drill. Leave a freaking comment. For God's sake. We love comments. You see how much we're putting out for you. And you know what? Read the fuck out of us if you did not enjoy it. Because we enjoy it. Okay, everybody. You also know. I'm sick. Wish me well. If you're listening to the podcast, leave a comment. Go to the iTunes or the website. Link is in the show notes. Share this with your friends. Tell people about it if you're not ashamed after this. You're literally giving the mic a blow. Like, you're just 12 now. Cold Goodbye, person. everybody. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.